Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to share an unpopular opinion that being woke is not the same thing as being spiritually awake. But first, a little plug for myself. Please head over to changeyourmindtochangeyourreality.com to download my free PDF guide. I put a lot of heart and soul into this. It's going to help you design, create, manifest your dream life and see, and see results like immediately, right away. Also, I have a book coming out June 20th, 2023 called Change Your Mind to Change Your Reality, how shifting your thinking can unlock your health, your relationships, and your peace of mind. If you like this video or this podcast, please give it five stars, give it a thumb up, uh, subscribe, share, comment. Please uh, follow me on social media. I'm at Change Your Mind with Chris on TikTok and Instagram, and I'm Change Your Mind with Chris Ashley on Facebook. So thanks so much for following, for supporting what I do here. Uh, let's jump right into it. So wokeism, woke culture is rampant today right? Everywhere you look, there's conversations about being woke. It's all over social media. It's all over the news. It's in mainstream news media. So, and it's become regarded as this really virtuous thing, but it's actually quite literally the opposite of spirituality and of being spiritually awakened. So I wanted to take a moment to dissect that today. So first, I have to give a little bit of context so that you understand where I'm coming from. Reality is an illusion. Okay, this world that we see around us is an illusion. And the only thing that's true is unconditional love. And since love has no opposite, fear is part of the illusion. Okay, what's all-encompassing can't have an opposite. And this comes from all the spiritual tra traditions. This comes from A Course in Miracles. This comes from Dolores Cannon's hypnosis subjects. This comes from countless numbers of people who have had NDEs. This is, this is, this is fact, right? We can accept this as fact. And ISKCON Educational Services explains it well um, when they talk about how the Hindus call the world Maya, which means illusion. And they talk about how the illusion soul has, has come apart from the Atman, which is their real soul, their cosmic unitary self. And instead it's become attached to the illusion. So it thinks this is, I'm, I'm white. I'm a man. This is my bank balance. This is my sectarian religion. This is my country. This is my job. And your whole identity becomes wrapped up in this. And this is also the doing of ego. So ego is part of the illusion and it's kind of the software that comes with being human. You know, we, ego thinks that what we perceive with our five senses is all there is. It doesn't understand that you are a divine being. You are incarnated here as a human being and just a part of you is incarnated. Your higher self is on the other side of the veil and you are a powerful spiritual being and ego doesn't like that. Ego is threatened by that. In fact, so Ego tries to keep you safe and ego thinks in terms of doubts. It thinks in terms of worry, fear, guilt, shame, judgment, blame, um, placing blame on others. We'll talk about a lot today. And this is all ego domain. Now, part of becoming spiritually awakened is transcending the ego. And that doesn't mean getting rid of it. You can't get rid of it, but it, it learns it's, it's about learning to not identify with it. Understanding that even though you have an ego, you're not your ego. Even though you have a body, you're not your body. Even though you have a mind, you're not your mind. You are something far greater. You are something that sits back and uses the computer of the mind 
And it runs the software program of the ego and it uses the body, the avatar to navigate this world. It's kind of like you've been dropped into a video game world, a simulation, right? You get to choose your avatar, the level of difficulty, the circumstances you'll be born into. And I have so many videos. I have videos, I have reels. I just follow my content if you want deep dives on any of this stuff. Um, because it's not the main topic. This is just kind of giving the groundwork, laying the foundation so you have some context moving forward. So the ego, again, it's all about seeing us versus them, right? It thinks that everything out there around you is separate from yourself. But that's not actually true. We're all part of this. We're all connected. We're all part of the same thing, which is source. And we are all mirrors of each other. We're all reflections of each other. And you are consciously creating the reality that you see around you all the time. You are a creator and you are always creating reality, whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously is another question. And so many people wallow in doubts of fear and doubt and insecurity. And in fact, psychologists say that 70 to 90% of people's thoughts are negative and redundant. And so because people are thinking these things, they're feeling these emotions, they're caught in this negative loop, that's what they're projecting out into the world using the law of attraction. And that's the reality that they're getting mirrored back to them. That's what the universe is reflecting back to them. So if we can get conscious, that's what spiritual awakening is, right? And it's using the law of attraction to manifest what you want into your life. It's taking control of your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, the lens through which you view the world. So the woke culture uses fear tactics to force the masses to see things from their perspective, right? And they, they do this by threatening cancel culture, right? And cancel culture is when you people will attack a target, usually from the safe anonymity of behind their computer screens. And with the attempt, the sole attempt of bringing them down, of, of harming their reputation, of hurting them. And cancel culture also shuts down the idea of, or shuts down opposing groups' ideas. So it's this idea of my way is right, everyone else's way is wrong. And honestly, this is the definition of bullying, right? Threatening anyone who has a different idea of you literally threatening to like ruin their reputation in their life because they have a different idea. These are like, this is how forward growth happens, right? We have conversations, you know, be open to other points of view. Everyone that you meet in your life is a teacher, but wokeism is completely, they've put a wall up, right? They are completely blind. They are completely deaf to any other points of view besides their own. And not only that, they take it a step further and they threaten and attack people who have different points of view. Now, wokeism claims to be about social justice, but this is literally doing the same thing that they are, they are fighting against, right? It's like creating a war to fight for peace. They're doing the same thing. And most people are jumping on the bandwagon of wokeism, not even because they believe in these social justice causes, but more so they can feed their own ego and win social approval because it's cool to be woke. It's in to be woke. And 
they, it makes people feel righteous, right? It makes people feel superior to others because they're in the in-group and they've cast out all these other people as others, right? They're less than, they're, they're, they're less than them, right? They think that they are superior to everyone else. And it's like a performance that they put on when they share these memes and they post and they, whatever it is, most people don't truly believe in what they're fighting for. They're just doing it because they think it's cool. And because this reinforces this us versus them mentality, it seeks to further divide humanity. And that's not what we want to be doing right now. We want to be bringing humanity together. We want to bring in the collective together so we can help raise the vibration of humanity, raise the vibration of the planet. Remember, everyone is connected. There is no us. There is no them. It's all us. It's all one. And this also leads to falsely accusing others by making up stories so that so that you can play the victim. This is what wokeism does as well, because it's cool to be the victim. It's become cool to be the victim. This is what wokeism really talks about as well. It's all about playing the victim. It's victim mentality. It's blaming others. It's assigning yourself as judge. The four agreements talks about this in length that, you know, people are so good at making themselves the judge and playing the victim. And then the four agreements also goes on to say that, you know, so many people have started to use the word instead of using the word, the power of their own word for good, they use it to hurt others and cause pain, right? They use it to spew their personal poison of anger, resentment, guilt, jealousy, envy, rage, whatever it is. And they use the word to spread their personal poison. And then they they justify it to themselves, right? They think, well, that person deserved my poison, right? They they tell themselves that they re- that person received the proper punishment for their perceived wrongdoing. But of course, this isn't true. All they're doing really is hurting another person. They're they're consciously causing another person harm. They're choosing to cause someone harm. They're choosing to spread hate. They're choosing to attack another person. Like just, and the four agreements says this also, just think about a time when you were angry at someone and wanted revenge. In order to seek that revenge, you said something to or about another person with the sole intention of causing them harm. Honestly, it's like the modern day Salem witch trials. That's what wokeism is because so many people get attacked just for having an opposing point of view. But here's the thing with, with playing the victim. It takes the power away from you and it puts it into outside hands. It's playing small. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of perceived payoffs to being the victim and to placing blame on others, right? When you, when you place blame on others, you get to claim your own innocence and indulge in self pity. You get attention from others, right? You get showered with sympathy. You get pity for being the victim. You get honored for being the martyr. And you also get to avoid feeling guilty by staying in your comfort zone of, of playing small. But what doesn't come from blame is true healing, and the releasing of negative emotions. You don't get to step into your power and take responsibility for your own life. You're keeping yourself stuck in this negative loop by reacting to a situation that you perceived as negative with more negativity. You're continuing the cycle. 
And in the long run, this does nothing for you. You don't grow and expand into an even greater soul. You get stuck in the wheel of karma, right? You don't get to reincarnate as something else. You don't get to move on to the next level. You get come back to earth, be a human again, keep doing the same lessons until you learn them. And you don't find a, you don't find freedom from this exhausting cycle of drama and negativity, forgiveness and letting things go and seeing everyone else as you treating others how you want to be treated, that's how you step off the wheel of karma. So being awakened, let's talk about that on the other side. So being awakened means that you've moved away from this idea that reality is an illusion. You've accepted that reality is an illusion that is run on programs of fear, of doubt, of worry, of anger, of jealousy, of revenge, of all of these egocentric things. And instead, you've, you've released all that and you've moved into a state of unconditional love and acceptance for your fellow humans, for fellow creatures everywhere. Because love is the only true thing that there is. Fear, separation, guilt, blame, it is all part of the illusion. And being awakened means that you understand that we're all connected. We're all reflections of each other. And you can't say something about another person without saying it about you. You can't do something to another person without hurting yourself as well because we're all connected. Everyone that you meet is a mirror of you. So if you see lack in someone, you're really seeing lack in yourself. If you see others as innocent, worthy, deserving, and whole, then you are helping to spread that into society. Because when you forgive another person, you help teach them a new lesson about life, right? Maybe they have done bad things, but if you see them as loving and deserving and you send them love, then you're teaching them a new lesson about the world. You're helping them heal. Because true people that hurt others are coming from a place of deep inner pain. All right, they they are in a terrible place inside. They have feel lost, they feel helpless, they feel broken, they have self-hatred. And they've probably never had true love, right? And if we turn away from them in coldness and reinforce to them that the world is a cold, dark, cruel place, we're just reinforcing that cycle. That cycle of pain, but we can teach them another lesson about the world. We can forgive them. We can shower them with love. There's a tribe in Africa called the Babemba tribe. And anytime a member of the tribe does something like quote unquote wrong, they put them in the middle of the town, the village, and everyone in the tribe stops what they're doing from young people to elders. And they form a circle around them and they tell them everything they love about them. They go around in a circle and tell them all the good they've done, all the helpful things they've done. They remind them of their strengths. They tell them what they love about them. And then they ceremoniously welcome the person back into the tribe because they know people who are hurting are and cause others pain are disconnected from source. They're disconnected from love. They are disconnected from their higher self and they remind them of that. They remind them of who they really are. And that's how we heal a sick society, right? By first healing ourselves and to help show, like to, with love, right? With love. And your inner world creates your outer world. So if you want to heal society, heal yourself because the world, the universe is a hologram and it's like, imagine there's a big con co cosmic canvas and whatever you project onto that gets mirrored back to you. 
Now, whatever everyone projects onto that gets projected back onto the world. So if people are thinking thoughts of duality, of black versus white, of us versus them, of whatever, they're helping to call that paradigm into reality. If everyone is projecting peace and love and harmony, that's what the world gets. So you start with yourself, right? That's how you do it. You start with yourself. You heal yourself. You love yourself. You love others. You project. When you have peace inside of you, you can only project peace and love onto the world. And that sends a ripple effect out to your friends, your family, your community. And then they grow and they send that ripple effect out as they heal. And pretty soon there's a tipping point that's reached and all of humanity can step forward into love and peace and harmony a more harmonious existence. Heaven on earth. Because we are all connected and what one person does deeply affects someone else. Rise first and then give others a helping hand to lift them up. But you don't want to kick others when they're down. All that does is send that pain, that shame, that humiliation, that anger that you make them feel when you victimize people, when you attack people, that gets sent out into the universe. And then the universe gets more of that. The world gets more of that. So choose love, choose kindness, way over cancel culture, Forget cancel culture. Forget ego. Wokeism is not true healing and true awakening. I'll see you next time. Please subscribe.